It's American Samoa's Best Music Mix, 93KHJ here on the Samoan Sunrise. Tuesday morning edition here, and we welcome some friends in studio. We have uh, Amy Rolfs, the Public Affairs Pacific Islander uh, Officer for the VA, if I got that right. Probably got a couple of them right out of order, but um, it's early. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Amy. How are you? Good to see you I again. Well, nice to see you again, John. Yeah, so you uh, you haven't been here in a couple of years. It's been a while. Pre-COVID, was, I looked at my passport. It was 2019, the last time I actually physically was here. With oh, you. no. And you are based out of Hawaii, right? We are Honolulu-based, but you know we cover 2.5 million square miles for the Pacific Islands. That includes America and Samoa, Guam, Northern Marianas, and all the Hawaiian Islands. I see. Well, it's good to have you back here. And Having said nice that, to be back. What, what brings you back on this trip? You know, it is a priority to our director and all of the VA to ensure that the health care of our veterans are being addressed now that we can travel. And so the priority was to come here, especially during, um, you know, PACT Act. We are registering our veterans who otherwise was not able to be registered before. Those that are exposed to any kind of toxins, burn hits, um, any kind of... Um, things in the air that they could have they encountered, now they can come and um, register with us. So we have a big team that's here. We have 17 people from Honolulu that's here to help register and give vaccines and some health checks. They're di- doing diabetic foot checks. They're doing um, uh, heart, uh, blood pressure checks. And so we're going to be at the, um, milita- the memorial the American Samoa Memorial for the next three days. So we tell all our veterans to come out. Okay, and uh, you are are here with the team. I want to welcome uh, Dr. Kathy Ryder and Gloriane Watson, Pharmacy Chief. Uh, Dr. Ryder, Gloriane, welcome to the program. Good to see you here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So what role will you be playing here? You're the Pharmacy Chief, is that right? Yes, I am. Okay, and uh, yes, Gloriane, can you... Kind of tell us about what you're going to be doing while you're here. Yeah, well, first of all, it's an honor to to come to American Samoa. This is my first time. Um, I've been the chief for 10 years and um, just haven't haven't had the opportunity to come and um, do what we're going to uh, do the next three days. So my role is to really oversee and to help facilitate the vaccination events, um, the blood pressure checks that Amy mentioned, and the diabetic foot checks that we're going to do. We're also going to do HIV and hepatitis C screenings. Um, and we have a couple questions that um, are referred to as our clinical reminders um, to, again, just help um, additional screenings for our veterans. So we will be vaccinating mostly. Um, we brought all the vaccines that are, are possible to receive. and. Um, veterans should have received, about 800, 850 veterans should have received a letter, but others are welcome. Um, like Amy said, anybody who wants to be registered through the PACT Act um, is welcome, and we will also get you um, vaccinated. But we have everything from the COVID bivalent vaccine to the influenza, or, or referred to as the flu vaccine. We have pneumococcal to prevent pneumonias. We have the tetanus um, vaccine uh, we have a we have a whole number of them you said the covid bivalent vaccine i haven't i don't know that i've heard of that one which one what does that do so that's the newer vaccine it's it's the covid booster so if you receive the primary series the first uh, two right the first two uh some people maybe because of their conditions may have received additional um vaccinations for covid but this is the booster 
And the nice thing um, about this booster is that it's, it's, it can help prevent you from really uh, complications of the Omicron variant, um, which, the, which the other ones really, well, the newer one, uh, Novavax, really doesn't do that, that doesn't have any coverage for. So we brought that out. So whether you've gotten Moderna or Pfizer, most likely from the community, um, we've already identified you as to needing um, the bivalent. So very much important to, to get that. So if you, the, you'd the be eligible series. for the bivalent, though, if you had the first two, yes. right? You could yes. not get that unless you had the first two, correct? Yes, we'd rather get you, um, get you the primary series. I see. But, and you've got a number of other vaccines, too. And we you? have a large number of other vaccines, including the shingles. So um, if you meet the age requirement, you know, we have that and want to get everybody up to date. Um, the Seabock the Clinic has done a great job. Um, in, in doing vaccinations, but there are a number of veterans that still need um, some of the, the you know, the, um, the vaccines that are recommended. Okay, and th that's who we're talking about today. Uh, this is a VA trip, and, and these um, services are exclusively for v veterans. Is that right? You can also, uh, thanks to the Mission Act, we can also have caregivers and spouses. So caregivers and spouses of our veterans. I see. And have you identified all the veterans here in American Samoa? I don't think we have. So that's Can you why. approximate, though, just like a ballpark, how many we have? Any idea? So we have maybe just a little less than maybe 900 registered. That are um, living here. That are living here. But there's probably a lot more that could be registered. Um, so we're encouraging everyone to come out and, and go through the process. Um, depending how many people turn out um you know we don't have it by appointment it's just come so you know we ask for patience in in standing in line and going through the process especially if you're going to register your spouse or caregiver to get the bivalent uh, covid vaccine um but we are we will stay as long as we have to 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 service everyone coming through okay and this is uh Gloriane watson who is the pharmacy chief uh, we also welcome dr kathy Ryder to the program uh dr Ryder, good to see you Thank you very much. It's nice to be back in American Samoa. Um, I wanted to um, add that the vaccines that we'll be able to give to spouses and caregivers is just the bivalent vaccine. But that's, that's good to have that availability. Um, you just have to register, as Dr. Watson said. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about the why. The why is that um, a lot of places are experiencing a very early and severe flu season this year. So. Get your flu shot. It's important. Actually, American Samoa is a highly flu vaccinated place. One of the best places um, in terms of receipt of flu vaccine, but we can still do more. The receipt is still probably only about 35, 40%. So come, come get your flu shot um, to avoid this horrible flu season. The um, bivalent COVID vaccine, the importance of that is like Glorian said it's specific to Omicron, which the previous vaccine wasn't. Omicron is trickier. What were the and, variants anyway? Did it start uh, with Delta? Was that the first bad one? Um, you know, there were other bad ones before that, but Delta was certainly one of the worst in terms of causing hospitalization and, and that invading came before the lungs. Omicron. Omicron is the most Ex recent one. Okay. Yeah, Omic the Omicron variants are the most recent. We have what they're now calling a variant soup. A lot of different variants mm. that have different powers in terms of immune escape. I know it's 
I'm getting tired of trying to remember all the BF. Right. That's why I asked you. I need a review. Know. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, I need to make a flashcard for all the variants. But um, the immune escape is real, and it can break through the immunity from prior infection. I think that there's a misunderstanding that once you're infected, you're safe for at least 90 days, if not for longer. Um, we're showing reinfection within 60 days now, so it's important to um, take precautions, even if you've been infected before. Um, wear a mask in crowded settings. Um, I know that American Samoa is currently blessed with very little COVID, um, thank goodness. Um, but if you travel, please be cautious. Um, it's also important to think about getting the shingles vaccine if you're 50 and older. There's some evidence that once you've had COVID, it depresses some of your immunity, so you're more likely to get other viral infections. So we've seen shingles outbreaks right after COVID infection. So it's important to stay up to date on all your vaccines. I also want to make a plug for the availability of Paxlovid for our veterans. We, um, we, um, we can answer questions about Paxlovid as a treatment to prevent severe COVID. So we will be available to answer questions at this, at this healthcare fair, um, answer questions about COVID, about diabetes, et cetera. You were, Dr. Early too, I want to thank Dr. Early. He's back there. He's not on the mic, but he's here. Um, he set all this up. Morning, doctor. Mentioned something about uh, long COVID. What can you tell us about that? That's something we don't really hear too much about. Yeah, um, somewhere between 5 and 20% of people who get COVID are afflicted by, by what we call long COVID or long-haul COVID symptoms. Um, usually, in most people, it's just a fatigue and maybe a nagging cough for weeks after COVID where you just don't feel quite up to yourself. But most people resolve by about eight, 12 weeks. Um, it's a little bit stunning to get at what we consider to be a cold and then still have symptoms at eight weeks. I can tell you that I had COVID about six weeks ago and I'm still coughing. And was I, that your first round? Or? It was, I know. Oh, you were a late bloomer. I know, I went to an indoor restaurant, let my guard down for one minute. Um, so um, lung COVID is characterized by fatigue, by brain fog. People have a hard time finding words. They get lost in the middle of conversations. Um, they can have palpitations like a racing heart. They can get odd chest pains and shortness of breath. And when we test them, their lungs look completely normal. Their lungs sound normal. Their hearts look normal. But they have symptoms. And it's not understood exactly why. The thought is that there might be some inflammation or irritation of nerves that supply feeling and commands to your heart, to your lungs, from your brain. Um, it can affect your, your whole gastrointestinal um, system where you can get like diarrhea, constipation. So there's a lot of manifestations of long COVID. Um, what I encourage people to do is, um, especially if you're one of our veterans, if you've been having symptoms since COVID that extends beyond eight weeks, let Dr. Early and Dr. Falmina know so they can give you a referral. We have a long COVID intake and we can talk about some things that can help. There are some interventions that can help. There's no magic pill or magic bullet for long COVID yet, but we do have some approaches that can give some symptom relief. Can you clear up any misconceptions? I, I just, I'm glad you're talking about this long COVID thing because um, first of all, it just sounds so scary. Like COVID was usually, it was like three days or I don't know, it was like 13 days or something like that. And then you're, you're done. Long COVID, it sounds like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck with this. Like, are you? Why do they call it long COVID? Yeah, um, some people from be the beginning 
of the pandemic have um, still have symptoms. Now, we're fortunate that most people are not that symptomatic. I have not gone wood. I've yet to meet a veteran who is bedbound or completely disabled by long COVID, but that does happen. It's unusual, thank goodness. But um, what I've seen is um, veterans who are eight, 12, three months, eight, 12 weeks, three months, six months out, and they still are have persistent brain fog. They're not as sharp as they used to be. And their fatigue is significant. And, you know, veterans, they will just keep going and going and pushing through. And these guys and women are going to work and they get home and they can't fulfill their social functions. They just go right to bed. They can't cook. They can't, they can't um, play with their kids. They're just exhausted. They can just do the bare minimum. And we do have some, some things that we can talk about. And, and we're hoping that um, the NIH, the National Institute of Health, is doing some research to try to come up with a solution, whether it's antiviral therapies or some other types of therapies for this fatigue. The fatigue is the worst. Yeah, I, I, I've talked to some people where it just kind of comes from out of nowhere. And yeah, it's like, it I'm does. young and lively, and why do yeah. I feel like I need a nap? <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. All Pe the time. Yeah, marathoners can't run anymore. It's awful. Yeah. Now, does that afflict them permanently, or is that just until they grind through the long We don't know. Oh. You know, we don't know. And some, that's most, not what I want to hear. <laughs> I know. Well, it, it, you know, it's a new disease. So yeah. in most people, um, they continue to get better slowly, not as, not as quickly as they would want to, right? But... Um, for other people, um, they might wake up one day and their symptoms are gone. You know, I belong to a lot of long COVID patient groups just so I can follow and hear the voices of the people afflicted by this because that keeps you motivated. It keeps you saying, we got to figure this out, you know, to hear from the people who are suffering. And some of them say they just woke up one day and they were better. I, you know, I think there's so much still we have to learn, but I think the best idea is to not get COVID over and over again. You know, it's not, um, it doesn't, you know, we, we thought it built an immunity wall. It, it really could be harmful more than anything else. So now we are kind of, I, I must uh, ask you to bear with me when you, you're coming here and you're doing these COVID vaccines, this Island has massive, we, I'm calling it COVID fatigue because uh, we had these, the borders were closed down. We had this incredibly draconian process in place of trying to get here. Um, this, this portal that you had to do to fly here. And it was, you know, it just frustrated a lot of people. And so Anytime, and you even whisper COVID, they're like, oh, here we go again. I'm sure you're probably dealing with that up there in Hawaii, too. But um, having said that, you kind of get this mindset where you're like, well, I'm just not thinking about COVID. I'm not dealing with COVID. But it sounds like, as you're putting it, COVID is still uh, a very real threat. I mean, if you're a doctor and you, you still got COVID, and you got it as recently as two weeks ago. So I know. Actually, I'm going to correct you because it was six weeks ago, and it took me a while to clear it. So, um, but I'm... Um, reasonably healthy now but um the you're right the covid fatigue is real i i think i think we're all so sick of it so exhausted you know i like i said i i generally don't eat inside and i let in honolulu you know because the, the rates are higher than they are here i let down my guard for one minute you know and and boom i had it and i was miserable and I think, um, you know, I see um, kids who didn't get to go to graduation parties. I mean, all this stuff that, you know, we, we just take for granted. I, I understand. I think it's really actually easy to um, improve ventilation and to wear a mask when you're outside your, like, little bubble. I think it's not that... that I, I think we can do that. We can... Improve ventilation, what do you mean? Like, in terms of building code and stuff? 
Yeah, or even um, adding um, HEPA filters to buildings or um, open windows. You know, I think we're blessed in Honolulu because it's not as humid as it is now here. Yeah, yeah we can just keep the windows open all the time, and that certainly reduces the risk. Yeah, but, uh, you know, me personally, if I'm on a um, plane, I'm wearing an N95, and I've got these weird little goggle things. Oh, you wear the goggles, too? I do. <laughs> I know. I know. They're pink, though, so they're really cute. Well, hey, yeah. it kept you off COVID for what, like three years now, right? So yeah. it must work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All so right. no, I just, if you have, if you're a veteran, you have signs or symptoms or questions about long COVID, let your doctors know and they can contact me. Okay. And this is, um, again, Dr. Catherine, Dr. Kathy Ryder. Um, we also had uh, Gloria Watson. Hey, Gloria. Hi. Gloria and uh, Amy Rolfs. A Amy, do you want to talk about the outreach again, dates, anything like that that our veterans need to know about as we wrap things up here? Okay. Well, here next three days sure. today and we're, um, we're at the it's the American Samoa Memorial so Dr. Early where is that? Veterans Memorial in Tafuna. Okay there we Tafuna. go. Veterans Memorial in Tafuna. Your office right? No. No oh, the, no no no. The, no. Uh, Monument. Monument. Okay I got gotcha. you. All right thank you. And we'll be there till three today and tomorrow okay. and then on Thursday Thursday we'll be um, there till one. Okay. And um, I just also, if our veterans who are here and have any questions and cannot go to the event, I'm going to give the 1-800 number, 1-800-214-1306. Um, that is the phone number if you have any questions um, to get registered, anything, that's the number to um, save in your phone for the VA. All right. Or call Dr. Early. Everybody knows Dr. Early. Yeah. Dr. Early is like a celebrity here. He so is. Um, <laughs> You're very proud of our Dr. Early. And he's the one who uh, hooked, all, hooked, hooked all this up. So we're very blessed to have him decide to, to come back and live here and serve. And uh, yeah, just a great resource. So um, having said that, uh, Gorian, did you have anything else that you wanted to add? Um, no. Um, just, maybe, well, maybe one more thing. Uh, you know, sometimes the... Um, Going back to your comment about COVID just being, you know, people not just over it. Yeah. Um, it, it can also be really confusing, the vaccination schedule and boosters. And, right. you know, do I need a third dose? Do I qualify for anything additional? It, it can be overwhelming. And then people just don't want to deal with it. Um, so, you know, again, contact Dr. Early. Contact your doctor if it's somebody different. Um, if you're a veteran, go to the CBOT. Call the 1-800 number. Um, come visit us today. Um, that's what we're here for. Um, we want to be busy and, and we want to answer all the questions you have. So, um, you know, I get it because sometimes, you know, my boys too are, you know, mom, how come we have to get, you know, more vaccine, more vaccinations? Like we just got one. You know, all of this is important at the end and, and not just for COVID, for, for everything else. Yeah, I'm, I'm really shingles. Who's, who wants shingles? Right. You know, or, <laughs> yeah. or pneumonia and a lot of these disease are preventable and, right. and you just got to get um get Well, you mentioned pneumonia. What's the vaccine for pneumonia? So it's called pneumococcal okay. and that too has changed over the years on, on different, different vaccines for that. But the newest recommendation is the pneumococcal 20. And I have a lot of that, and I don't want to take anything back. Right. I want everything so, administered. Go see Gloria and get your yes. pneumococcal. I'll be right there in the front. All right. yeah. I want to give you. a big shout-out to Dr. Ifeli John Tufa, too. I really enjoyed this conversation, and he was our former epidemiologist. He's since uh, departed for greener pastures. 
But uh, we, we had great discussions like this, and it was a pleasure to have uh, all three of you. Uh, Amy, thank you for all you do for the territory and for the, the region. It's a, a lot of square miles you cover. Thank you. It's our pleasure. But I also want to do a shout-out to our veterans and thank them for their service. So we are honored to be here to um, you know, give uh, the services that they have earned. So thank you all for your service. And uh, thank you for your service. And Dr. Watson, thank you for a very, uh, uh, or Glorianne Watson and Dr. Ryder, thank you very much for a very informative discussion. And, you know, hopefully we can clear up any misconceptions and get our veterans vaccinated. Yeah, our pleasure. Thank you. Thank right. you. Mahalo. Mahalo. All right, 93KHJ, we'll be back after these messages. Stay right there.